Good morning and happy Thanksgiving. You're listening to The River Walk, the preaching ministry of Beth River Baptist Church. Today's message is on a difficult Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy. If you have a Bible this morning, a copy of God's Word, I would like you to find the Gospel of Luke, Matthew, Mark, Luke in the New Testament. And we are going to look at Luke chapter 22. Can you believe... Can you believe Thanksgiving is already here? Thanksgiving 2020, it's that time of year again. We're going to get together this week, hopefully, some of us are, with our families. And we're going to set aside a special time where we give thanks. We've got so very much to be thankful for. But this year is different. I don't know how you could say anything but that. 2020 is just different, isn't it? For some this year, right here in our community, this will be the hardest Thanksgiving that some have ever faced. Just like the screen you see, this year there are going to be many tables where a chair or chairs are empty. Where someone used to sit is now gone. There are going to be some who are celebrating Thanksgiving this year with a loved one on a vent in a hospital with a loved one in a nursing home who they cannot visit. There are going to be some celebrating Thanksgiving where they can't leave the house. And I don't know how it's supposed to work, but there's actually some in the United States that have to spend Thanksgiving wearing a mask watching football. There are going to be some that can't leave the house to go be with other families. And if that's not bad enough, here in Louisiana, there's many in Louisiana who cannot even go home this year Because they don't have a home to gather in. Maybe they still don't have air conditioning or heat because of one of the many hurricanes we've had this year. And some this year, maybe nobody got COVID. Maybe nobody was affected by the hurricane. Maybe everybody can be home. But this year, some are struggling so much financially because they've had to close up shop. Because they're not an essential worker. They can't even afford a turkey or a ham. Let's face it, this year is different. Even Bible-believing, Jesus-loving Christians are going to have a very, very difficult Thanksgiving. And maybe you're not one of them, but as a Christian, we should mourn with those who mourn. Jesus said so. We should understand that this year. We should understand that some, many, are going to have a hard Thanksgiving this year. So I've thought about that this week, and I've prayed about it. And there's a story in the Bible. There's a story in the Bible about Jesus himself giving thanks. A very, very hard thanks. A time where it's hard to give thanksgiving. And actually, it comes before, quote-unquote, Black Friday. And I think it's just a perfect example for 2020, what we're living in, to look at Jesus giving thanks. And in this example, it's found in Luke chapter 22. So I'm going to read Luke chapter 22, verses 14 to 23 to get started with this morning. It's a familiar passage. If you've ever been to a church that celebrates the Lord's Supper or communion, you know this. But so many times we read this and we have our preconceived notions and we forget about some of the underlying factors that's going on, like Jesus giving thanks. So in Luke chapter 22, verse 14, it says, When the hour had come, he sat down, Jesus sat down, and the twelve apostles with him. 
He said to them, With fervent desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took the cup and gave thanks. and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. He took bread, gave thanks, and broke it. And gave it to them, saying, This is my body for which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of my betrayer is with me on the table. And truly, the Son of Man goes as it has been determined. But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed." Then they began to question among themselves which of them it was who would do such a thing. So many times we, we read this and we forget. We forget that Jesus, sure he was fully God, but he was also fully human. That song we sang earlier, I love that song. But I think the theology is a little messed up. It says that he sweat no, he shed no tears for his own grief, but sweat drops of blood for mine. No, I don't think that's right. He absolutely cried for himself. He was worried. I mean, he prayed. He prayed because he was worried about what was going to happen before him. So when you really think about it, when you really think about it, this is one of the first times that we really see Jesus showing in detail what was about to come on that Black Friday. So just a few things from this story. Jesus gave thanks knowing the gruesome death he was about to behold. Jesus at this point, he literally lays it out. He says, this is the blood that's going to be shed for you. This is my body that's going to be broken for you. Jesus gave thanks. He knew his blood was about to be shed to its very last drop on the cross. Church, let me tell you, whatever you're going through in 2020... At least you haven't been and hopefully won't be crucified next Friday. But Jesus knew that was about to happen and he still gave thanks. Think about it. Jesus knew. He knew that his body was going to be ripped open by a cat of nine tails. He knew his side would be pierced. And he knew, he absolutely knew the kind of pain that his physical body was going to be in. Think about it just for a second. Jesus knew. He knew not only the kind of pain that he was going to be in, but he knew who was going to be present around him. He knew that, that his very own mom, his very own mom was going to be there at the foot of the cross. And even knowing that his mother was going to be there weeping for him, watching her only son or one of her sons be crucified to death. He knew that was going to happen, and yet here, Jesus still finds a way to give thanks. That's just, that's just mind-boggling when you think about it. And if that wasn't bad enough, if that wasn't bad enough, you see in this story, he knew that, that one there, one of his friends, somebody that he had been walking with and ministering with, somebody he knew very personally, he knew one of his friends would betray him. He knew it was going to be Judas. Not only would he let him be crucified, but he would hand him over to be crucified. And yet Jesus still gave thanks. 
And it wasn't just Judas. If you look in verse 34, Peter. Jesus told Peter earlier, on this rock I'll build my church. Peter walked on water. He knew how close he was to Peter. Yet Jesus knew Peter would deny even knowing him. Not once, but three times. And yet Jesus still gave thanks. When you think about it, knowing all this was about to happen, and even more, Jesus not only did not curse God, he thanked God. How could Jesus do such a thing? And then the question comes to me today, how can I do such a thing? How can I, how can you, as a follower of Christ, how can we give thanks in 2020, amongst all the turmoil, amongst all the division between political candidates, amongst uh, stores that, that won't let us walk in, amongst uh, a society where some churches aren't even allowed together. How can we give thanks when, when we don't have a home together? And how can we give thanks when, when we're in the red, you might say? How can we give thanks when we don't know if we can provide a Christmas present for somebody we love? How can we give thanks when we've lost a spouse or a parent or a grandparent that we weren't even able to see? Now, church, let's just be honest. We went through some hard things this year, and this Thanksgiving is going to be very, very hard. But I suggest that we look to Jesus for an example. How was Jesus able to give thanks? And what do we have in common with Jesus? One thing that I know that Jesus knew, and he shows us very clearly in this, Jesus was able to give thanks because he knew the end game. Sure, he knew that he was about to be crucified. Sure, he knew that he was about to be betrayed. But guess what? He knew that he would conquer the cross. He knew that he would conquer the grave. Now, church, I want to tell you another example of the songs we sang this morning. I know not how. Many things we don't know. We don't know how. We don't know exactly when. But we know that we know that we know that in the end, Christ conquers everything. Jesus was able to give thanks because he knew that he would conquer death. And I want to tell you, church, if you're a Christian, no matter what circumstance you're going through, be thankful. Be thankful this week that God's put you on a winning team. We've got this Bible. You can read through Revelation. Sure, there are some things that are confusing. Sure, there are some things that we don't know for sure when, where, or how it will occur. But one thing is absolutely clear. We win. We win. The Bible says the Christians win. The Christians conquer. We overcome everything if we're on God's team. Be thankful that God's put you on a winning team. Whatever circumstance today that you find yourself in, wherever you're at in life, I just want to tell you that Christ beats cancer. Christ beats COVID. Christ beats poverty. Christ beats hurricanes. Christ beats all sickness. Christ beats all pain. Jesus wins in the end. Thank God. Thank God for that. Thank God, whoever the president's going to be, when we don't know, whoever it's going to be, guess what? Jesus is still king. Jesus is still king. Thank God for that. I'm not worried about it. I'm really not. I, there's some things that make me scratch my head, and I'll, I wonder about it, but I'm not worried about it because Jesus is king. 
Be thankful for the promise that Jesus has overcome the world, period. End of story. We can be thankful for that. If that's all we know, we can be thankful for that. That's how Jesus was able to give thanks because he knew the end game. We also know that Jesus could give thanks because he trusted the Father and the Father's will. Look down in verse 42. After the supper's over, after everybody departs, Jesus goes to the garden. Jesus prays. And you see in verse 42 the words of Jesus. He says, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours. You see Jesus having complete and total trust in the Father's will. We can give thanks if we can have this kind of trust. You can offer thanks this Thanksgiving among all circumstances, trusting in the Father and the Father alone. Trusting in the Father, not trusting in the preacher, not trusting in the teacher, not trusting in the parent, not the president, certainly not the media, but God the Father. That's where Jesus placed his trust. And even knowing all that was going to come, he could give thanks because he gave complete and total trust to God. Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. Church, I, I want to tell you, God has never, ever, ever called us to understand. He's never called us to understand He's never called us to understand why bad things happen to good people. He's never called us to understand the ins and outs of a pandemic. He's never called us to understand how he could save a sinner like me. He's never called us to understand things that are going on behind the scenes. But he has called us to trust. He is working in ways that we cannot and we will not understand. Just trust him. You see Jesus here. Just trust Him. Trusting in God this Thanksgiving. A Thanksgiving prayer might simply look like, God, I don't understand. I don't understand how evil seems to win. I don't understand how the good guys seem to get punished. I don't understand how bars can be open and strip clubs can be open, yet they close the church. I don't understand how lukewarm Christians. There's so much things that I don't understand. I don't know any of this stuff, God. But I know that even though I can't understand, I can trust. And my trust is in you. That's how we can give thanks in 2020. And really the last thing I see that really worked for Jesus, how he was able to give thanks in a horrible situation. Look in verse 70. Next to the last verse in the chapter. The Sanhedrin pulls Jesus aside and they question him. And they said, they all said, it's not just one, they all said, Are you then the Son of God? So Jesus replied, basically sealing his fate. He says, you rightly say that I am. In the midst of a horrible situation, the worst of his whole life, he could still give thanks because he was the Son of God. Now I want to be careful here. I'm not saying that anybody here is Jesus. But I want to tell you that the Bible does say by believing in Him and what He did on that old rugged cross, you can be and know you're a child of God as well. 
One last verse this morning. I'd like you to go to Galatians, Galatians chapter 3. And I want you to see this for yourself so you know that Brother Kevin ain't making it up. We can't be Jesus, but we can be a child of God. This is the words uh, of Paul right in the Galatian church. All Christians. And he says, and by the way, all Christians in turmoil back then. Every year was like 2020 for the Christians back when the Bible was written. He wrote and he said, For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus and if you are Christ, then you are Abram's seed and heirs according to the promise. He says it just point blank right there in verse 26. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Listen, you can't be Jesus. But if you have faith in Jesus, you are a son or a daughter of God himself. And listen, daddy's going to take care of his children, folks. No matter what you're going through today. No matter what you'll be going through Thursday, you can still give thanks because you can be or you are a son or daughter of the king. What a promise to be joint heirs, to be joint heirs with Jesus. Don't you want to be able to say that this morning? Isn't it great to be able to sit at a Thanksgiving table, even if all you can have is a, a dollar burger from McDonald's to say, hey, I don't have much. But I've got everything because I'm a joint heir with Christ himself. You want to be able to have a Christ-like thanksgiving? Then have Christ. Let me ask just a couple of questions this morning before we get ready to have an invitation. What if, what if 2021 brings more challenges than 2020? What if next Thanksgiving we're looking back and there's even few people in the seats? What if there's worse pandemics? What if there's worse hurricanes? Could you still give thanks? You know, we're, we're called to give thanks in all things and every day, not just one day a year. Could you still give thanks? Could you still give thanks if, if you had a loved one in the nursing home or the hospital? Could you still give thanks if a hurricane wiped your house out? Could you still give thanks if you were in the hospital and you were on a vent and you did everything right? Maybe you wore a mask everywhere you went. Maybe you used hand sanitizers till you rubbed your, your fingers raw and yet you still get the virus and you still get put on the vent. Could you still give thanks? I can. And it's not because I'm a pastor. It's because I am trusting in the Savior. I'll never understand it all, but I can give thanks because I'm a son of God. Can you do that? Have you done that? No Jesus, no peace. It's that simple. And with no peace, with no Jesus, there's no true thanksgiving. Back in verse 70, Luke 22, verse 70, Jesus was responding to a question. Jesus didn't go wave, him, wave it in the air. He just responded to a question. The question was, are you the son of God? That's how I want to end it this morning. Are you 
Not the Son of God, but are you a Son of God? Are you a daughter of God? Can you give thanks in all circumstances, not only for what you are going through, but for what you will be going through? Are you a son or daughter of God? Thanks for listening today. I hope this message helped you. I hope you understood it. And I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Remember, even if you're alone, even if you've lost everything, if you're a child of God, you can still give thanks. Remember to join us for Wednesday Words of Wisdom every Wednesday at 6 a.m. Have a great week and a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you.